Obi-Wan never told you what happened to your father. He told me enough. He told me to kill me. If Karga said you were coming, we have your border. I like those odds. Hello, bonjour, and welcome to Forest Moon Radio, an X-Wing Miniatures podcast. Forest Moon Radio is a twice-monthly podcast talking about all things Star Wars, with a huge emphasis on the X-Wing board game. Hey everybody, and welcome to another episode of Forest Moon Radio. I'm Luke, and we got a big one for you today. We got lots to talk about. We got a couple of regulars with us. We got Justice. Hello. We got Andrew. Howdy. And special guest, Brian. Hello. Brian Hello there. with a B, by the way. Yes. Sounds like Brian sometimes. Yeah. yeah, it is Brian with a B. Back I was going to say Brian again. with a B? Like, I'm not... like Barry B? Yeah. That would be me. <laughs> no, I know. I just, the Brian with a B, but I guess it does sound like Brian. Yeah. Um, I had a friend... His name, or my, my dad's friend was named Brian, and they named their kid Ryan. That's not confusing at all. And uh, it was awful. <laughs> <laughs> but, Terrible uh, decisions but... all around. Yeah, they were a little uh, frazzled during the name choosing and didn't realize at first. Like they didn't know what to pick. Yeah, they just like went with one of their options and then came, came to the realization later when it was too late. It would have been too much work to undo. Oh, man. Well, there's a reason that I have all these guys with me today. We had, uh, not this previous weekend, but the weekend prior, um, we're dismissing one of our members. He'll be popping on soon. Uh, but it was uh, myself, Andrew, Brian, and Scott. We all went up to Cambridge for the Grand River X-Wing team tournament. Finally coming back after its hiatus um, since uh, 2019. Meant oh, yeah. to come back in 2020, but we all know what happened then. Nope. No, wait, what happened? I missed that. Nope. Nope. <laughs> uh, it was like 20 years ago or something. I can't yeah. remember what it was. It really was. Who can recall? <laughs> anyway, we're finally back in the swing of things, and it's so great to see people again. Um, yes. It was amazing to see all the friendly it's, faces. It doesn't even feel like we're... It doesn't even... To me, no matter what I said or my opinions about 2.5, just going, being back in person in a big tournament setting mm-hmm. like that and mm-hmm. seeing all those familiar faces, it's like we never left. So, yeah, so great. It was, it was mm-hmm. awesome. It's beautiful. So do you guys want to boil while we're, we're all here? While we're talking about this? Because mm-hmm. we want, do, baby! Do we, do we want to? Do we want to what? Talk, talk about that, that we were the winners? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Talk about how great oh. it. I almost forgot. I'm sorry. Oh. 
Yeah, Andrew, we want something. Uh-huh. Yeah, we want the whole thing. Yeah, that was a lot of fun, and it it was nice because it wasn't um, wasn't like some kind of big rubbing in your face when it came down to strength of schedule. Yeah, we were tied. So it was it was close. Uh, we all came out having having a good weekend, and getting the win on top of that is just icing. It was really nice. It was a really casual event. Mm-hmm. Uh, everybody just having fun. Um, uh, it, it's nice if that's going to be how the 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 year is going to play out. You know, not me. I'm going to try hard. Everything. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to oh, win. Oh, I mean, like, yeah. And then, not <laughs> not to say I didn't play seriously either, but um, <clears throat> um, no, it was nice. Nice. We just yeah, uh, it's it's a different vibe when there's nothing on the line except pride. Yeah. True. And and that sweet it, banner. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. We got a banner. sweet banner with duct tape on it covering up uh the 2020 with 2023. I'm I'm sure that we could um like I'm, I'm pretty proud of that. So maybe we can figure out a way to fix up that three a little bit. But uh, have we talked to Jay about putting that out of the store at all? Yep, sure. Yeah. Uh, he's got it right now. They're looking for a spot. When I left it with them on Tuesday last week, so we will see uh, tomorrow. Yeah, game chamber, home of the Ewok Squadron. Yep. And uh, yeah, that'll be cool to see there. It's like, hey, I was there. I did that. Uh, although. Uh, I'll have to say, you guys, your records definitely brought it up top. I mean, you couldn't have just, uh, we had to rely on SOS. You guys couldn't have just like added an extra number onto those pieces of paper that you handed in. <laughs> you know what? I want to go 4 0. I didn't make it. No, no. So did any of us? No, none of us did. Day. Yeah, it was a tough day. It was a tough day. You guys were so, all you know, there was a little bit of one, uh, I think, right? And I was there, the two and yeah. two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think there was a little bit of rust to be shaken off too. Yeah. The big, uh, oh yeah. The big tournament setting. This, I mean, this is the brand new points. This yes. is brand new Fresh. territory for everyone. Nobody had conventional lists that are just nope. like that you see everywhere, right? It's everything was brand new. Um. Yeah. Let's let's just start talking about it. What did talk about y'all's what lists? Did, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Let's um. Let's start with you, Andrew. What'd you What'd you bring? Definitely not a conventional mm. list. That's for sure. No, no, I actually brought um, I brought a Republic list because I thought the clones looked pretty good and Rick seemed like he was back and, and you know, and I think for all intents and purposes, he, he definitely was back. Let's see if I can find it here, yeah. Yeah, so it was Hawk. Hawk may have went up to six, but he got crazy amounts of um, loadout, 25 loadout. Uh, so you can just pile this stuff onto Hawk now. <clears throat> um, very, very good. Uh, and then I also had... So I had Hawk built up kind of defensively. He was really just there to hand out the rerolls, do a little bit of shooting, mostly be a token passer and a reinforcer and things like that. Uh, and also take, making, taking advantage of Hawk's ability to get lots of extra boosts and things like that in the end phase. It was uh, very, very handy. And then uh, two Siege of Coruscant pilots the, the oddball 
who in the new points, you know, went down to four from five, an I-5 with an extra shield and selfless and R4P. It just a good thing. Really, really solid piece. And now that it's four points, I just, I feel like I've been starting all of my Republic lists with it. And then Kickback is just the bread and butter of the Republic right now. It's a torrent with an extra hull and 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 can take that evade and and do all those actions pass the evade out so very very nice and then rick's back rick's back everybody hi rick it's amazing uh four points for rick 12 loadout so i was able to just take that classic juke daredevil um which was super duper fun hadn't used juke in a while probably forgot it a bunch of times but Daredevil was also amazing too. So, yep, really good. Luke's, Rick's feeling solid, and uh, I highly recommend. And then uh, Contrail, uh, like the custom Contrail, because I guess the um, the the Siege of Coruscant ones went up a point. So that is one of the things that did not go our way. So, um, uh, a lot of weird stuff on Contrail, but the most important part for me was concussion bombs. And, you know, the once you pop, you just can't stop concussion bombs. Uh, <laughs> I love the, the, the chaos that they create and the panic that some people have. In, and as they, mm-hmm. once you start dropping the bombs and they start realizing that there's this big no-go zone for the next few turns. Um, and it was really, really handy. It tagged a lot of people. Um, just really good. So... There's the list. Yeah, it was uh, oh, oh, the point of the list was to bring Hawk and and then four I fives, uh, which which worked and and ended up being really good. I went three and one, lost the yeah. game to the tie bombers, the new tie bombers. That was the very first round, wasn't it? It was the second round. Second and, round. Uh, okay. I uh, forgot that they bombed, so I, I came at I came at them. <laughs> And I almost killed one, which I did kill in the next round. But but he's, he pulls out his templates and starts saying, all right, I'm going to drop a thermals and some, uh, and some bomblets. And I just think in my head, I go, oh, no. <laughs> oh, I didn't plan for that at all. Oh, that's what I could have sent you, Luke, too, besides the cards. Yeah. On my uh, bomb template set. One of oh, them says, nice. I forgot um, you had bombs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's great. I love that. <laughs> No, yep, that's, that uh, happened. So that, no, that game went very poorly, very fast. Um, but the rest of the games went great. Yeah, so congrats to your performance and the uh, just mm-hmm. a list that can just bring that many high initiative shifts is just mm-hmm. great. It There's, was really useful. Yeah. On the topic of bombs, did you find that your concussion bombs helped to either clear a lane for you because people were anticipating them, so you could just line up Contrail in a lane and say, do you really want to put your stuff here or do you want to stay in this lane with Contrail? Or did you also find that maybe because you started dropping bombs that people had to make bad moves, which then gave you an advantage? Mm-hmm. Um, I think it depended on the game. Uh, I did try and get them off nice and early, but I didn't generally, I, I ne- neither did I, did I joust with Contrail very often either. Um, so it wasn't like I was lining up Contrail across from from say the three bombers, you know, or um, or the the deadly 
uh, Vader Mahler um, backstabber trio or something like that. Like, I still would flank with Contrail and fly in from the side, and so usually not until maybe the third or fourth round did I have the opportunity to start dropping bombs. Um, and I did find that by that time, people tended to forget that I had the bombs. Um, mm. And not necessarily in such a way that they got tagged by them. They they um, did a pretty good job of avoiding them most of the time. Um, and so then from, from that moment on, it was usually just trying to predict whether or not they would clear the area or not. And um, if you could guess right, that was obviously a really huge boon. And I think it worked for me really well a lot of the time. But uh, no, I didn't joust with, with, with Contrail. I actually lost Contrail before he dropped bombs once. So that was bad. <laughs> is, is that the one time you decided to joust with Contrail? No, um, Contrail just got um, caught by an unexpected afterburners on Vader. And Vader Ooh. just got right up in his face. And um, um, the bearing of the maneuvers didn't didn't line up so the uh, contrail's ability didn't work and i think i may have taken a lock or something like that so he was just completely exposed and it did not go very well i know the other thing he spoke about was uh how the lat was a bit of a trap for people yeah yeah so the the lat a lot of a lot of people thinking you know the six point lats are going to be hard to fly, and they might might still be right. But I think Hawk, at the very least, with the extra LV, yeah, I had um, enduring plus Plo Koon. So you know, I had the purple reinforce without having to stress myself with that terrible dial. And also, while I have a reinforce, enduring just eats the crits. So I'm taking a crit, but it gets canceled first, so the reinforce cancels it. It made it made Hawk a really really good salvage. Crate carrier. <laughs> they couldn't couldn't take the crate off Hawk to save their life. Um, Who knew? But um, yeah, I never I never lost Hawk. Got to roll two crit Hawk. sucker. <laughs> um, and I had Corky there in case you know I noticed that I wasn't gonna have the I wasn't gonna need the reinforce, but maybe Oddball needed it because he's in the kill kill box. It was like okay, yeah, I'll pass the reinforce over there, and that was really handy too with Corky. Um, <clears throat> and then. Um, and then just Hawk's ability to it can't be understated. Being given the up, if you went fast during a round, being given the opportunity in the end phase to take a step back and go, can I start the next round from a different position that's a little bit better than this? Um, and oftentimes, yes, and it was extremely useful. <laughs> uh, so yeah, yeah, this Hawk was pretty good. I would say um, maybe the lack of Seventh Fleet Gunner made Hawk a less desirable target as well where people might think like they can see the 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 hawk build i have is extremely defensive so they're just going to kind of ignore it and maybe try and get points off a of rick off an of oddball off even off of contrail something that's a little bit easier even though hawk is such a huge point point boat but um i did find that people the games where hawk was ignored were tougher because <laughs> you know mm -hmm. you'd lose Rick early, and then you're relying on oddball, and kickback gets out of position. And I wonder um, if there's this being unaware that that's a six point hawk across the table. I don't think anyone was unaware of that. Okay, some people, I some people even openly six point that one agility just sounds really tasty. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, six points one agility, but ten hull and a reinforce, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, people. 
Yeah, I find people don't, don't don't underestimate the reinforce. Like the reinforce is awesome. And then I've got kickback support nearby for evades and oddball support nearby for selfless and evades. I use the heck out of selfless on oddball. So like the whole little trio was was a nice little defensive package. Uh, Midhawk very difficult to crack. Uh, Scott's here, everybody. Thank welcome, you. Scott. Welcome. Welcome. But yeah, yeah. Oh. So that's my list. That's uh. That's what I got. Scott, Scott being a ninja. Yeah, I love it. Love it, Andrew. Um, let's uh, let's go over to uh, Brian. I think, in my opinion, one of the most uh, unexpected pieces hit the table on your um, in your list. So let's talk about it. AP five, right? Nobody expected AP five. Well, that and uh, the big boy, Cannon Jugs, and Ghost. Ghost. I think both. Of yeah. Those. Yeah. So I brought, and I, I think I think I saw another VCX out there, but I, I can't be sure now. You did. Uh, I brought AP5 with R4 Astromech, Phantom, Tristan Wren, getting that extra crit on an ordnance attack, which will have some kind of meaning. Uh, honestly, it was a two-point filler, and I didn't have a lot to choose from. And perhaps, I don't, I don't know if everybody knows what the rules are on our list building, but we couldn't pick the same faction and we couldn't use generic upgrades in more than one list on our team. So there was a little bit of haggling over who was going to get marksmanship or, you know, another useful filler upgrade. Uh, Tristan just fit the bill. And uh, then targeting computed around out his loadout because once in a while, uh, AP5, the angry robot, does some damage. Doesn't have anything else to do other than take a target lock. Uh, Kanan Jarrus coming down to 7 points with 20 loadout in the VCX 100. He's got Saw Guerrera, Chewbacca, Dorsal Turret, Veteran Turret Gunner. Thanks for bringing that down to 3 points. Uh, the Ghost and Heightened Perception. And people, I caught off guard with this quite a few times. Oh yeah, it's an I3 engaging VCX. That's great. Oh no, no, no. He's engaging at I7 now. Uh, it took out in two games that I played for sure. And I cannot remember the last one. No, just in two games. Uh, first engagement, one ship off the table, just like that. Uh, saw Guerrera converting a target lock that might be coordinated by AP5, along with a reinforce that uh, Kanan took. Uh, so you roll five or four dice, re-roll with the target lock, convert everything with Saw, and let the crits flow. Uh, on... The wing, I've got Luke Skywalker, boy Luke, who is very self-sufficient. So he was flying a little bit out on his own, taking care of actions, uh, objective actions, and uh, being a general nuisance to people because proton torpedoes and two force, why not? And Wedge Antilles, the custom wedge. So coming in at I6 with a plasma torpedo and elusive for a little extra survivability. AP5 was usually going to coordinate Wedge uh, a focus, so that Wedge could get, get that target lock with uh, plasma torpedoes stripping shields off anybody who got in his way. Uh, and if not, you know, that's still a, a three-dice shot that uh, you'll be facing down with one less agility. Yeah, and elusive is interesting, but on Wedge T65, I think that's definitely a high contender for that card. Yeah. Definitely, and it's nice to see. It was it was nice to see custom wedge too, because I know 
a lot of people, you know, were talking about, oh, Luke Wedge, five each, 10 points, you bring both of them, but there's just, just no substitute for Wedge. Wedge Antilles. It's it's very thematic to fly them both. And I had yeah. around with this list using Boy Wedge, but uh, being able to bump up to I6, especially when we live in a world where there's so many First Order Aces kicking around. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, nice. they don't bring anybody who's I5, uh, sorry, lower than I5. Yeah. So having like, Wedge no, just get that option to strip a shield early. Just the list I was playing, you know, it's all I5s. There's tons of I-5s out there. I had lots of games where even just with my I-5, I was like, well, yeah, this will be a road turn. Yeah, I-5 is uh, is a crowded space right now. Yeah, sure is. So, you know, every, every little advantage matters. And uh, whatever you can do to not only outmaneuver them in terms of when you, you get to activate, but also engaging. Uh, that that starts to matter a whole lot more when you get down to the road rule. And uh, are you stripping a shield first? Are you forcing somebody to spend a token? Or are you possibly taking a weapons failure? Uh, that matters a lot now. Right. If someone brings suppressive gunner. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Haven't seen much of that yet, but you know it could be out there. Oh, for sure. The, with all the side initiative. It's it's still a little expensive though I think. Yeah, I don't. Seven don't, points is um I like it on Django. It's a lot mm-hmm. to cripple your. It's a lot to cripple your own shot. For yeah, but well, and given that there's I think other gunners out there that can do more for less. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Especially in the rebels. <laughs> oh yeah. You first want to put on the high initiative ship so they can shoot before your opponent shoots. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In, like you uh, put them on a Django and Django becomes a good support. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, Brian, is there anything in your list that kind of like uh, you kind of found new ways to play that you haven't practiced with, like uh, played like before, or is there stuff that you would switch out now that you've uh, had a full day playing with it? Uh, well, I. I think putting heightened perception on Kanan was uh, kind of a, a light bulb moment because I'd been trying to work with other VCXs and, you know, pull Callus up, say, to I6. And then I said, wait, why am I going through all these hoops to try to, you know, do um, uh, swarm tactics with some higher initiative ships to pull up some lower ones? I could just get Kanan shooting first. And it's a little less ideal than getting Wedge to shoot first, but when you get to ace something off the table before they even get to blink, it's pretty great. Um, I also found myself sometimes going for objectives with Kanan just because people didn't want to bother with Kanan. Uh, you know, oh, there's a ghost lining up on the other side of the table. I don't want to get absolutely destroyed. I'll, I'll go the other way. Okay, I'll right. pick up a crate with Kanan and fly him around for two turns, and he's not going to keep it, clearly, but that's two extra points that I didn't really have to work for. True. Uh, AP5 also became a, a good cargo carrier, or, or a good uh, objective taker. Once the fuel started to spread out, maybe Kanan had to move away, and, uh, you know, he's AP5's kind of on his own. Uh, he could do objectives just fine. And because he's three points and like a lot of three point ships in the game, 
people don't care about them as much as those big point fortresses. Um, there were a few games where AP5 was left to his own devices to take an objective and then carry on. So I think those are the, the biggest things I probably learned about the list. I mean, Luke and Wedge, they're good. Wedge with plasma torpedoes, really good if you've got it targeting something with shields. Right. Um, things There's have a lot of shields out there. Oh, yeah. I mean, even if it's one shield, that's that's great. It's it's one extra shield that you don't have to yeah. deal with. Like those T seventy um, lists, you know. That's there's there's a lot of shields in those lists. Yeah. Nice, oh nice yeah. Plasma torpedoes. Now that they're five. The only thing that I would want to do differently, and then this comes with a cost, is uh, when you put a seven point ship on the table, and you're supporting it with Luke and Wedge, who are excellent pieces, I think, for the rebellion right now, especially at their value. Uh, you you got to give something up. So the only other thing I could really change if I was going to keep these pieces would be AP5. But then you lose either a support for Wedge or a support for Kanan. And it's, yeah, that can be tough. It's kind of a steep thing to give up. Yeah. But uh, there's there's other things out there, right? Like Keo's at three points. Hall Auckland is yeah. three points. So there there's, I don't know, six or seven other versions I have uh, on my... Uh, launch bay next builder of this right. list but it, it all comes down to let's get Kanan shooting early and hitting hard because there's no high initiative ghost in in existence right now right yeah solid solid plan it sounds like it worked pretty okay uh it worked pretty good it was a lot of fun and uh three and one i mean i'm leaving with smiles and we left with the trophy yeah, yeah. all right that's uh Let's uh, let's move on to uh, me, and then we'll save uh, some um, uh, Scott talk and how you uh, spoilers, how you were on stream and stuff like that. We'll talk about that, but I'll go over my list really quick. Um, I just threw together a list of some favorites. Uh, one of my favorite pastime lists was five HMPs, so I took four of them, and then I threw Dirge and a Vulture in there. Um, Dirge had the, uh, um, uh, probe droids. So he had this funny little trick where he could five forward and cloak. And then at the end phase, he would shoot out a probe droid. And then in the next system phase, the probe droid would be able to lock whoever I wanted. Right. Um, so I could always get my HMPs locked by turn two. And then I had, um, uh, DGS081 Vulture with uh, independent calculations and an energy cell charge. And then I had uh, two Geonosian prototypes, uh, HMPs with Discourse cluster missiles, synced laser cannons. Um, and then the th one of the 3.1s, DGS286, uh, had energy shell charges and Discord missiles because he has a smaller loaded at three points. And then uh, DGS, um, uh, the other three-point DGS was uh, 047, had Kraken, just to hold on to some calculates. So it was a lot of beef. Uh, I definitely learned that you can't uh, reliably fly them the way I used to, kind of in a block. Mm -hmm. um, and I've been talking to my buddy Donald about it as well. 
Um, that the, is something I'm noticing too. Yeah, yeah, you gotta you have to fly them like it like a regular ship that can side slip. You can't just keep them together; otherwise, everybody can focus their guns in one area. Uh, but if you keep them apart, but still able to do their their job, um, which I know some players were already doing back in 2.0. Yeah. Uh, but <clears throat> if if you do that, then they can't just they can focus on one, but they're going to have to work to work on the other ones. Yeah. And if they want to spread out and shoot all of them, well, then they're spreading damage and they're not going to kill any of them. So. Yeah. Uh, but if you keep them all together, unfortunately, I'm getting proton torpedoes and then lined up with three other X-Wings and getting one taken out a turn, and it's not pretty. Mm-hmm. So, um, like, my like my first game was three X-Wings that were just able to kill one around with Han, like, skirting around the edge of the board. Uh, so that was uh, versus Rebels. So that one, like, it was close. Right. Or uh, wait, no, the first game was not close at all. Never mind. Uh, <laughs> it was like I think I managed to get um, ten points to his seventeen or something. And then uh, the next two games, um, I won, and uh, and then I think the last game I lost. So I went two and two. Very nice. Uh, Very nice. Yeah, uh, and you, 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 you were pretty rusty with the HMPs, you, you said. Yeah, like I, I still knew time. how the side slips and stuff worked, but yeah. it, it's a new game. Yeah, yeah, and you, right. you, you know, you, you said earlier, you, you know, you want to spread them out so that they're not so easy to focus fire, but you know, that also makes. Them I learned that bad. lesson now. Yeah, yeah, but I didn't know it then. Um, but right. uh, they also make them better. It's better at yeah. scenario play and things like that too. So. Well, yeah, going into it, yeah, I learned that they're they love they don't mind salvage at all. Yeah, <laughs> they might slip and they pick it up if they lose it, whatever. They still got their passive mods for attacks, right? And then, uh, assault was okay. Uh, they can kind of be where they want to be for that. Um, chance is awesome. They can just take their right. target locks and don't care where they are or what they spend their actions on. Um, they can just do what they want to do. Scramble sucks. Because really? HMPs are so low initiative. Action. Oh, oh, that. Uh, it, it's just that they're low initiative. So if they spend their action on a scramble, then they lose it to an I4, I5, or I6, and they're sad. Right? Um, uh, yeah, I hadn't thought about that. No, so you might be able to hold on to it for the first turn, but then mm-hmm. the next two or three turns, you're going to lose them all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were just talking about that earlier. How it's like this is a little bit of a, a little bit of an initiative meta going on right now, mm-hmm. um, and so I could see how that would be a big struggle for a chassis that doesn't go higher than I three. Yeah, and that so, way it definitely seems that it, it doesn't want to do a whole lot of objective actions. Uh, you know, unless you can pick up cargo, because that's a whoever gets it first wins type thing. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one of my games was pretty intense. It was every turn we were picking them back up because they were constantly getting knocked off. So <laughs> it was 
But it was just a battle of who can hold on to them, like who can keep knocking them off and then be able to get them back on. Um, so it was pretty awesome just to be able to slice up. Oh, I'll pick that back up. Oh, I lost it. Oh, I'll go straight. I'll pick it back up again. Oh, I'll side slip and pick that one back up again. <laughs> now, I thought uh, your, your trick with Dirge and spitting out the probe droids was a really interesting idea. Um, mm -hmm. How did that work for you? Uh, it worked okay. Uh, I noticed there was two games where I was able to kind of get my positioning back and kind of line up those proton cannons and stuff like that. But there was uh, the other two games where I was going forward, I was shooting it out, and then I just didn't know what to do with them. Like, I was just skirting and banking, but then I was never able to line up those uh, those bullseyes again. So that's also an initiative thing. Right. Where you're losing priority, and then you can't just line up... The, you can't line up that bullseye anymore. Right. Which, uh, these... Uh, these rogues really love that proton cannon and need to line that up. Yes, they sure do. And uh, and I noticed with these points changes, with the HLC going up to five points, a lot of people really counted on that ion cannon and HLC combo. Right. But now that you lost, oh, yeah. oh, now yeah. that you lost that combo, people are more leaning into that proton cannon, right? And it's possibly bringing some kind of payload. Um, yeah, the probe droids are pretty neat, but yeah, there's also you know people seeing been seeing a lot of um, um, uh, seismic charges and stuff ever since the proton bombs went up to five. Mm -hmm. um, and bomblets, yeah, bomblets, oh, bomblets where they can can take them. You know, um, it's just like bombs are still worth it, even if uh, you don't always can't always afford the the ones that used to be considered the best. You really got to mean it if you want some of those bombs now. Yeah, some of the good ones, you know, like a proton bomb, just a nice easy crit in a world where a crit takes a, a crate off of stuff, you know, kind of makes sense that those went up one point. Yeah. So after throwing together a list and getting a day out of it, I've uh, kind of decided to evolve it a bit and that I want Grievous back. Um, so I'm I'm focusing a little bit less on the HPs. I'm going to drop. I'm dropping 286 from the list for now, and the vulture, right? And throwing Grievous in there. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's not bad. Yeah, uh, uh, I, I was, I was, but going to say earlier, yeah, um, that the idea of maybe some of the downsides that you mentioned about that you noticed about the HMP, like the low initiative and the kind of having to spread them out and, and the extra reliance on the lock. Mm -hmm. um, um, maybe the, the full-on HMP spam lists won't end up being the ones that, that hit the top tables in the future meta. You know, maybe it'll be like two, two of them and, and Grievous and Dirge and, and a, couple, or a couple other things, a little salad. Or, or even having just one or two one, works. Yeah. yeah, or even one or two in a in a big droid swarm, uh, you know, with like a tri fighter and an HMP, and then a bunch of vultures and 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 hyenas, and because uh, mm -hmm. there's some pretty nasty droid droid swarms I've seen out there already with the tri fighters. So. Yeah, one thing I gotta mention: um, don't get caught off guard by the four the new four hundred four that's out there. 
because uh, mm. I totally forgot about the Siege of Coruscant rules with the new strats that they can just oh, run yeah. over rocks. So oh, like, yeah. okay, I'll just stay outside mm. of range one of this uh, 404. Uh, oh, wait, he just <laughs> three straighted Ops. over a rock. What yeah. the hell is this? <laughs> Good luck, override. And now, he, and now my vulture's dead. Great. Yeah. Yeah, um, look out for that. It's like, oh, I should have barrel rolled, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, but oh well. Uh, keep a lookout for those new strats that can just run over rocks instead of staying on top of them, like little mining guild ties running around. Um, Pretty handy. It's kind of fun to picture them running literally over the rocks. They just kind of yeah. get their struts out and do this, yeah, this at run over a rock. The, <laughs> and a funny rules interaction that I learned that is bullcrap, by the way, uh, is that. The old struts, they took away their barrel rolling. You can't go yes. onto a rock of barrel oh, yeah. roll. Yes, they did. But the, the new ones could do it, though. The strut overrides? Yeah. 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 Strut lock override. Yeah, if you like land and, and barrel roll off the rock. Ridiculous. Ridiculous yep. thing. <laughs> uh, the, uh, the, the bar- no barrel rolling. That was a while ago, wasn't it? I don't think. It was uh, two. It started 2.5, maybe. It was when AMG took it over. Yeah. Yeah. But lock yeah. only works if you move through them. So if you land on them, you'd still lose your action, wouldn't you? I actually can't remember. Let me take a look. But yeah, I'm that, look too. <laughs> that's not what the judge claimed. Oh. Oh. Perhaps some controversy. One sec. Let me take a look. Like you'd be able to barrel. Th- Onto them, I lock override. Shred lock override reads: You can move through them. At the start of your activation, you may spend one charge. If you do, ignore obstacles while you move through them this round. Ah, very good. But (laughs) sounds like it might have been a missed call there. Does landing on one count as moving through? No, that counts as overlapping. Well, that it counts, counts as, as overlapping. If, yeah. If if you land on it, you can land on something and overlap it and move through it, but if you're only ignoring one of those things, it's basically the same thing, you know, wouldn't, shouldn't make a difference. So that's a good point. Yeah, I don't think they should have been allowed to do that. I've been bamboozled. <laughs> <laughs> Shenanigans. Uh, and yet we still won. Yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. Of course. Good work, Lou. Of course. Be the cheaters. <laughs> <laughs> bamboozled. Um, anyway. No, that that's all fun. Um, yeah, yeah. No, it was it was the judge was fantastic. Um, the judges get things wrong sometimes. Yeah, oh, they do. Happens. They do. It happens. Doesn't mean you can't still win. He just came up to me and he said, "Oh yeah, strut like override. Uh, strut lock override means you they could do whatever they want." Yeah. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> nope. Gotta clear. No. Through. Gotta clear the whole thing. All oh right. well, hopefully it wasn't too consequential. Uh no, no, no. Um anyway, that's my kind of evolution of the list. Uh what uh let's let's move on to uh Scott. You also had a stream game. Let's let's talk about your list first. And what maybe let's give some shout outs to Nickel City for yeah, being our streamer. Thanks, Greg. Mm, absolutely. Love uh, Greg. Pleasure meeting Greg for Craig for the first time. 
Yeah, and we're going to get to have him back up again real soon. A little segue into the Four City Open. Stand up now. Yep. Get him. Uh, sorry. I'm, I'm not hijacking. <laughs> no worries. I mean, how dare you? Uh, <laughs> how dare you talk about our local things? Um, all right. Scott, we got your your list. I'll pop it up here. So the viewers uh, everybody pops it up. And I'm posting the link to the stream game. Uh, I should watch that. I didn't watch that. Yeah, so I flew everyone's favorite i5 plus. So everything in my list is i5 or a six with Lahuse, Kylo, and the Whisper, Malaris, Quick Drive, Midnight. I no, nothing really fancy here. We got Lahuse with Fanatical Pattern, Special Forces, Kylo with Extreme Patience, Predator, Sensor Scramblers, and the Jamming Suite. Malaris with Meg Pulse. Quick draw with prior tradition, fanatical, deuterium, special forces, and fire control, and then midnight with oh, what's it called? Biohex and squad leader. I took biohex because I needed a one point upgrade that no one else was taking. <laughs> yeah, didn't use it. I only locked my own ship once, so didn't really ever come up. Does it do? Why you coordinate a jam if you? Have a lock on a ship, you may spend that lock to choose that ship ignored. Oh. <laughs> yeah, so at Squad Leader right. Midnight, you try to lock somebody, they they go out and do their thing and you can still coordinate them at whatever range. Works right. best on Kylo, because Kylo's like my flanker, but he's got sensor scrambler, so I can't lock him. Oh. I see. Otherwise it'd be great. If only you could jam somebody beyond range three. Not on midnight. That only separatists are allowed to do that. Yeah. But anyways, my first game went horribly wrong. Oh, Shout yeah. out to my opponent for being a good sport through all of my complaining about everything. Because I just got absolutely wrecked. It's like I lost Midnight and Malarith to do to kill Temin, and then I lost Lahus to not kill Venezia, and it was just went like downhill super quick. But he did a good job blocking me off objectives on scramble, so I couldn't scramble anything, and it just was a spiral of horribleness. Where it was like twenty to ten, which is one of the, probably one of the worst games of two point five I've played. You hate to see it, but you know we all have to have those games sometimes. Yeah, that's kind of how I felt in my first game where I just lost three ships and only killed Jack. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Then in my second game, I made up for it by one rounding a T70, followed by next turn, one rounding a T70, and then on the last turn, just completely wiping all of his ships off the board. Man. And, Revenge, sweet revenge. That the rare, the rare two point five uh, board wipe, and that was like wow. twenty seven to six. Jesus, holy cow! Calm down, yeah. Jesus. Quick, quick draw to a great. <laughs> it's supposed to be for fun, right? 
Like, Coach Rob was daring people to shoot her with the crane, just be like, shoot me, shoot me, make yeah. me drop this. And she's like, no. Oh, good good point about the, the crane yep. and the quick draw. That's mm. a... Clever. A whole strategy against quick draw is if you can't knock all the shields off in one turn, uh, don't shoot them. Right. Yep. <laughs> yeah, makes sense. Um, anyway. You actually uh, <laughs> wound up fighting quite a few T-70s. Uh, yeah, thirteen T seventies. That sucks. Uh, five T seventies. My first game, four in a Y wing. My second game, and then four in a Y wing. My fourth game on stream. Those T seventy lists—they're all the rage and the resistance right now, and they're quite a handful. Sadly, they're all low initiative, which yes means I just one round them before they shoot. Yeah, yeah, and I think that's. Actually, why the the five T seventy lists aren't really that that great, you know? I think uh, I think they're better off kind of bringing maybe maybe Lulo still for the high initiative, or just trying to get some of those initiatives up with some other stuff. Zori, there's, there's lots of people I five Zori. Yeah, five T seventy seems like it's a high floor but a low ceiling. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, and it has it has yeah. double mods, and I'm air quoting here. Um, it has lots of double mods, but again, you know, they're low initiative bullseye mods or they're, um, you know, one reroll. It's like you're never really getting full double mods in, on most of them unless <clears throat> you get really, really lucky. Uh, so oftentimes, you know, the list is still just kind of spending focus and that's about, that's all it's got. Which in Nimi's case, Kastredov is double mod straight up. Yeah, exactly. So... It, 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 it's a swingy list, right? Where sometimes it's just like delete something, uh, and then other times it 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 can't quite keep up. So at the end of the day, it's still five T seventies. Yes. <laughs> what do you, what do you do when you're facing down five T seventies? What's what's going through your head? Like how how are you going to pick that apart? How are you going to survive that onslaught of dice? You gotta. Pick one off a turn if you can. If you can range control it and get only like one or two an arc in a turn, you're golden because you've got like two or three shots. You can tear those shields and the next turn you finish them before they can shoot. You split up, go for your objectives, causing them to split up, split off, and they're all low initiative, so you're having an easier time to sort of fly around them and do your thing. Nice. Yeah. They're, not, they're not great objective ships. Whatever you do, and I promise you this, don't just fly Rick out in the middle of all five of them. <laughs> I promise you this goes poorly. It doesn't matter that you get an evade. <laughs> if you didn't know, now you do. And if you didn't know, now you do. Yep. You're still a two agility, five health ship. Yes, especially since yeah, they yeah. had all just done um, K turns and talent rolls and stuff. So they, I, they, I hadn't gone faster than any of them. <laughs> oh boy! Yeah, yeah. Still won that game though, by the skin of my teeth. My third no game, thanks to Rick. No. My third game, I tr ended up trading quick draw for Delta Seven Mace on the second turn. It was like we're both five point ships. I was like, eh, I'm okay with that. It's like, yeah, I'm okay yeah, with that bad. too. Yeah. A nice even trade. 
And my fourth game's on stream, so. And then you played on stream. Do you have any um, stories from it? Anything you remember? Um, I remember Greg pointing out the fact that I forgot to barrel jam myself with Kylo. Oh. It, it did not end up mattering, because he had to his focus anyways. Mm -hmm. But. Never punished. Like, you, you see, see in the stream how I go against the D70s. Like, they kind of have to go in a choke point. Mm -hmm. And then you just have all your guns pointed at the choke point, and they come in, like, one or two at a time, and you just kill one. Oh, yeah. That sounds pretty good. Oh, I see this. In the, in the mid-game, yeah, they were all trying to fit in between these rocks, kind of going single file. Really not, not that I was ideal. I out there distracting three of his ships, taking, yeah. like, Minimal damage and just getting away with it. Yeah. While everyone else just kills Jess and die. All this talk about initiatives makes me want to change my resistance list. Do it. I have, but I like I I keep like I have Jessica in there, but I think I'm just I'll just switch her for Kaz. I think Jessica's probably one of the better T70s still. Yes. Yeah. I I three though. Um, yeah, I think yeah. so good. Yeah, it's it's Jess isn't there for uh, Jess is still tough to kill. That's the thing about Jess. So you can like put R two D two on her. Or I guess she's like not that. a great target then. Yeah, so she's a bit of a tank. That's what makes the I three a little bit more tolerable. She's not likely to even be shot in the first round. You know, they'll they'll pick J Chris or Kari or something like that instead don't of Jess. Take J Chris. <laughs> don't do it. Like pretty much about all my games, if Temin was a choice, I shoot Temin first. Yeah, because uh, Snap Snap's got the moves. Snap's the fast, the fast T seventy, right? The fast four point T seventy. He oh. he'll he'll get up on you in no time like, at all. They like to boost in. They're just like, oh, I guess Temin's in here by himself. I'm going to kill him. Mm -hmm. But if he's got the wings closed too, he's got the double the double reposition. So you know, I've seen Temin kind of sneak on into a, a cozy little spot that nobody expected um, and just take a couple bullseye shots. Fun, fun little ship. Good to have him back. Yeah. Well, well that was uh, the GRX team tournament. We had a fantastic time there. A fantastic time chatting with everybody uh, afterwards at the the Wave Maker uh, uh, Brewery. Oh yeah, that's good. Oh, the good beer. The beer was fantastic. Uh, Beautiful day like, too. I had this uh, <laughs> this this what was it? Blood orange, a blood orange mm -hmm. beer that was woo, so tasty. Yeah, I I bought some. I tried one. They're not quite Rattlers. They're more just flavored beer. Yeah, sort of like the, the really leaning into that citrusy kind of IPA. Mm -hmm taste type style and i got their strawberry one i didn't realize that the strawberry one was uh um what's the one that's like a guinness oh stout a stout i didn't realize it was a stout i was like oh this is really really bitter was, <laughs> it's strawberry why would you do this to me <laughs> bitter, who doesn't love a little bitter strawberry <laughs> it's supposed to be sweet it's strawberry why couldn't it be IPA like the other ones? Anyway, it wasn't my favorite, but the other ones have been good. Um, 
yeah, it was great to meet, uh, meet everybody there afterwards. I uh, got to chill with Greg a bit more. Got some cool pictures, hung out, and we had a great road trip. Yeah. Lots Only of an hour away, so that was nice. Um... Yeah. No, I... Yeah. Oh. Oh. I, was, I was just saying no throwing up this time. Which no, no throwing up this time. We made it. Well, that's why you were the driver, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was. We found that we found the the solution, the loophole. You driving our, your gigantic truck? That is definitely not a Ford. Right? Yeah, it was like a <laughs> Hyundai or something. Oh my god! <laughs> Look, I I mistook a large black truck for another large black truck. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, like my I wasn't the only one. did the same thing. We both walked up to it and, and was like, oh, wait, no, no, no. They're going to that truck. Oh, your, your naive minds just don't see truck brands. You just see trucks. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's it. That's it. You, you got us. <laughs> uh, yeah, before we uh, branch off into sort of our opinions on uh, a, a, a few remaining factions, uh, that we missed off in the last episode. Uh, is there anything that you guys are kind of um, flying now that uh, that you're kind of sticking with now that we've had this experience? Is there something that you're leaning towards that's you think will be kind of stables for the future? Or um, are we still kind of experimenting? I think I'm... Well... I'm I'm still experimenting a little bit with the resistance now. So obviously I did a I just did I did a lot of practice for the GRX team tournament and in that practice I played that list quite a lot and I played a lot of the Republic. Um but I had eyes on the resistance. I was like uh, looking over with envy at what the resistance had to offer with the new points. Um so after I got my Republic kick on uh and whoop some butt at the team tournament, I switched over to resistance and I'm actually just back on the Falcon Poe train right now, um, which is a little not not nothing really changed with him. He's basically exactly the same. He can bring Lone Wolf now, but uh, um, yeah, with the with the with the changes, you can kind of fit some better T70s in with a Poe list, you know. So you can bring Poe and Nine Numb and Lo and and you know Jess or Temin or something like that, or, or even even Kaz or Lulo. Um, so I'm experimenting with that, doing the the Falcon you know, Falcon and three heavy ships, heavy hitter ships. Uh, see if, see if that has any teeth. Ray two can fit in this list instead of Poe, so I might try that a little bit of Ray and uh, you know Ray nine Lo and Lulo. Sounds like a sweet little, some nice little duplo blocks. Yeah. Yeah, so lots lots of experimenting to do, but I think that's a, it's been really nice having nine numb back. Oh, uh, it's not. Really that's someone who goes against them quite often. It's not nice. Oh, <laughs> oh. Uh, you should you should feel blessed to to be to be danced upon by a skilled nine numb player. Um, no, it's really great to have nine numb back because uh, <clears throat> he got my favorite build, Overdrive Daredevil and Pattern Analyzer for those. Uh, um, two hard boosts, red boosts that you can just clear the stress from. Oof. Oof. <laughs> Makes me happy to have it back. So yeah, yeah, that's what I've been doing. 
in yeah, in continuing the resistance. The, re the resistance real quick. I'm going to be trying Lulu, Tally, uh, Jess, Elo, and Temin for mm -hmm. sure. Yep, just the five ship, five five ship, yep. all four points. Just it seems like it's all, a really popular ship. archetype five ship right now. Yeah, I just I just want to I I don't want to leave a wings behind. So no, you don't have to. Yeah. And uh, yeah, let's move on to uh, Brian. What do you think that you're gonna? Are you gonna? I I had a lot of fun playing this rebel list. Um, I've been fooling around with a VCX for a little while. I picked it up to take to another team tournament, put it down for a little while, picked it back up for this one. It's it's fun to throw four dice, five dice. It's it's a good time. However, I got beat down pretty good by Kylo Ren and the Thai Whisper, along with Lahus, Blackout, Malaris, and I believe it was Gaelic, who was the, the fifth in that list. Okay. And so I started playing with it, and I don't really play First Order that much, but I gotta say, I am enjoying fooling around with Kylo Ren here. Uh, it, advanced <laughs> Optics, Concussion Missiles, Instinctive Aim, and uh, two points for something else you want. <laughs> it's it's a lot of fun and really consistent. And just tossing out, sneaking up on people, boosting in and tossing a jam in their face is it's a good time. So I, I think I might try out some first order soon. I disagree with the good time part. Oh, <laughs> come on. <laughs> good. It'll be nice to see some uh, some first order. I, I need practice against the first order. So you go ahead and you keep you bring some more. Yeah, it's uh, my whisper is still in the box. That's how little oh, wow. I play first order. I, I haven't even taken it out yet. It's been sitting in my office for I don't know when it. Well, I don't even know when I bought it. Maybe I bought it over the holidays last year. Right. It, it could have been. But then, what do I fill that list out with? There's so many options for the first order, and this is the interesting part. Uh, you could put midnight. With uh, a little bit of finagling, you could put Jewel Ger Gerard and bring Electrochaff missiles, which I've never used, but right. everybody hates them, so why not? I uh, could bring a second Whisper in Nightfall, which I thought it'd be really funny if I blasted past people in Nightfall, took a target lock on them, flew away, and then jammed them at range 4, just because I could. Because grip codes, why not? Or maybe I bring Gideon Hask, in the Xi shuttle, still in its box as well, and do a sensor buoy suite mm -hmm. and biohex codes, and that will let me do some things with that. So there's there's options out there to play with, <laughs> and that I think first order is at a a good place right now because yeah. at three and four points, there's a lot of things you could switch around. And yeah. some factions they they don't really have or seem to have as much flexibility in the pieces you could bring out of what's available. Uh, granted, First Order doesn't have any two-pointers, but I don't think they need it with need what em. the point structure looks like for their ships right now. They're just drowning in high-quality high, high pieces. Yeah. It's, it's something to behold. High-initiative pieces, too. Yeah, high-initiative yeah. and a lot of good quality and good value. So, uh, you know, I, I always go back to Rebel because it's the thing I know the best. But uh, this seems like a, a list that might be too fun to ignore for the next little while. Fun fact for FO, all those ships in standard are three, four, or five points. Yeah. Yep. Makes list building very easy. 
The lack of a six must point be ship nice. Can't be awkward. Unless <laughs> there's one six point ship. No six point ships at all, though. No. Anyway, I guess I guess there's also a seven with. Yeah, with Kylo in the in the uh, silencer. But everything else is three, four, and five. Crazy. I but with Kylo and the Whisper being so good, I mean, Silencer is still very good, but yeah, you can do things with a Whisper that you can't really do with many other ships in the game in terms of uh, disrupting your opponents at a high initiative. Yeah, it probably comes down to Chopper and Republic. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it it's just to the point if you're bringing more than two whispers it's kind of an NPE just being able to jam your entire opponent's list mm-hmm. but also not very good because I just don't think that that doesn't sound very good yeah I don't think it's a piece you want to spam uh, but it is a great piece the way lists are made nowadays yeah maybe not but yeah. back in the day when yeah. people would just spam ships like to spam Y-Wings or spam yeah, HMPs or something like where it's all yeah. the same initiative, all the same kind of ship, all flying in a formation. Then that might have been like I remember when the whispers first came out. I flew against four of them, Yeesh. and then got wrecked because I had a Y wing swarm. Oh, you could do four silencers now. That that might be something. A little bit like that T seventy list, except. Uh... Three green dice instead of two. Well, I mean, even even though we were just talking about, you know, T seventies. It was something that we started carriers, doing. No. Something that we started doing early was was um, spamming T seventies. But I think the the five T seventy lists have kind of fallen off a little bit, and we're going to start seeing more of the ones with the Y wing with the with Kaz. Kaz is still great. And oh yeah, with Lulo or something like that. Uh, so we'll see. You know. Maybe even ones bring it. You can bring you can bring the T seventy list with flappy flappy snap. Um, uh, you know, downgrade one of the T seventies to like Jarek or something like that, and bring four T seventies and Jarek, and one of them is flappy snap with his cool like opening the wings and after after, after moving. But uh, what is nice about that list, though, and you guys already said it, is it's uh, a high floor list. Which means mm-hmm. you can get players who are not familiar, or uh, whether we're talking about players who are not familiar with the game because they're new, or players who are not familiar oh, yeah. with the faction, they just want to try it out. Five Go in there, throw five T70s on the board, have a good yep. time. You'll win some, you'll lose some, but yep. you can at least start out feeling competent because it's relatively simple, right? Fly, focus, shoot. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, moving on to Scott, what have you kind of settled on as uh, as time has moved on past this tournament? Um, I don't have anything to play for at the moment until Nickel City's draft league starts up again, and then I'll figure out what faction I play based off of who drafts me. Is that but, all you're worried about right now? Kind of. I mean, I mean, we've got the one store event on the twenty fourth, and then after that's the thing that we're running. So, I won't. What be is that thing we're that. running again? Four City Open. <laughs> yeah. Is that, uh, we, wait, the Four City Open is happening this July. We are thirty eight days away from the Four City Open. Ooh. Speeding up, so quick. I heard some good things about that. I said some good cards for that. I, I hear there's uh, 
a Galaxy Cruiser's worth of prizes available. Yes. That's a crazy insane. talk. And and I will say, and I'm not trying to talk anyone down, but I've I've seen other tournaments for uh, that are that are coming up online now, and the prices are considerably higher than what we're asking. So I don't know if we're doing bad math or uh, I think that we're just yeah. been able to. I get think that we're just being cheap. fair uh, because <laughs> I've heard of some uh, tournaments for uh, not just X-wing but like MCP. Uh, I've I've seen three, uh, two or three day events go for eighty dollars. Wow! And it that's kind of ridiculous. That's yeah. that's a big ask. I think even you know, for three I, days. I, I imagine things in the United States are similar to they are in Canada, but the cost of living has gone up so much. I think that was the, the last UK. couple of years. It's it's tough. I think that was the UK, which is even more when you think about it. Mm. Uh, Oh, like eighty pounds? Yeah, that's yeah, that's a lot. That's a that's like over hundred dollars. Thirty bucks if you register by July first. If it's after, it's going up to a whopping thirty-five, and that's Canadian. Whoa. So, yes, it's a deal Canadian. if you're coming from south and of the border. A, and it's a two-day tournament, so anybody that's coming, you have two days worth of events and two days to get your points for swag. Including a showering thing, the two-player for the two-player. Th- Yep. Yep. Yeah. If you don't uh, day make two, cut, if you okay. don't make the cut, will be a totally fun, broken two-player tournament. Uh, sorry, like a wingman two-player on a team tournament. Doubles. And doubles uh, tournament. yeah, it'll be a doubles tournament, and the uh, factions won't matter because everything counts as allied, or sorry, not allied friendly. So uh, I expect to see some silly, fun. Broken combinations, well, yeah, hopefully between I can tell the you players that paired. a similar tournament, the Lone Star Open, um, is fifty dollars for two days. So yeah. Oh. Well, there you go. There you have it, folks. The deals are in Canada. Never better time. And world <laughs> And our a little, dollar a little is money lower for, uh, for the lodging and food. And fly to Detroit and drive across the border. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Don't fly across the border. That'll cost you. Oof. Far more money than it's worth. Well, it won't be more money than it's worth. It'll just be more money. Yeah. Still worth it. <laughs> Still worth it. And yeah, let's uh, let's catch justice with a fast one. What are you flying? Um. So what have we you just settled had a on tournament at our not a store tournament, just a small little tournament to get new players in. Um, and I played. I shouldn't have looking back on it. Um. I am flying. I flew Separatists. That's my main faction. Um, Django, Dooku, Volan, and the Iron Assembler was my list there. Ooh, chunky. Uh, Siege of Coruscant, Dooku. Because that's really good point value. Mm, Yeah, for real. Um, And yeah, I completely walloped any opponent. Um, It felt bad. Oh, oh. like it was 20 to four, no, 22 to four, 24 to three, and then 26 to six. Holy cow. Oh my God. In the three rounds. Just it didn't feel good. <laughs> so you're still uh, using Django. You're not moving to the Zam train at the same time. Uh, then I, I've also, well, I'm flying Django Zam. Okay. Um, which. <laughs> 
it's still so fun. Um, Django Zam and Dirge, I'm assuming. No, uh, Django Zam and what else can I put for four points? Um, I did two uh, vultures. Okay. Um, Iron Assembler and uh, hold on, I have it right here. <laughs> I'm gonna guess TGSO eighty one. I think you're right. Uh, which one? Seizure Coruscant. Um, O eighty one. I did Seizure Coruscant one. Um. Which, funny story, when I was flying that, I forgot that they had shut over ride. You flew so onto a rock. I flew past the rock because I noticed that as I, like, one turn before landing on the rock, I'm like, oh. <laughs> um, but then I've also put in Chertek there. I can't figure out the third slash fourth ship with Django Zam. Django's aim is just really good. Yeah, wow. Cool to see um, Zam back out on the table. And then um Sun Fact Chertek. Uh my most my list that I've been flying a lot is Sunfac, Chertek, Dooku. Let's see. And then I have points. I have five points right. to spend. So I yeah. threw an HMP and Iron Assembler in there. I threw a tri fighter in there. That's a that's a heck of a core. I've seen some Hondo Anaka on the the three point HMP. Quite um, a bit. Considering, like, I fly Nantex really well. Yeah, sounds like it. I mean, I got I twenty nineteen. I was in Worlds with my Nantex, so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, that's crazy. It's it's. I guess it's cool to see the Nantex. So maybe I'm just, and I'm tentatively. Uh, I'm, I'm excited for for the Separatists that they're getting the Nantex back a little bit, um, but also. <laughs> they are. I mean, if you don't have I mean, someone, the only, yeah. if it's someone who's not comfortable with Nantex, they're still easy to beat. Yeah. Yeah, like I'm not. I, I'm not terrible against Nantex. You know, I remember. I I survived. I survived Spamtex. Um, <clears throat> um, but I am a little rusty on it, so that's why I'm kind of, you know, oh, I'm glad you have it back, but uh, take it <laughs> easy on me. I've I'm, I haven't flown against you guys in a little while. Um, got lucky it was an Antex on Tuesday, but that was just that was just some very unfortunate, unfortunate luck. Like the Antex over fire sprays any day. It's so fun having mm-hmm. a large ship flying with the Nantex. Right. Because I can always just turn it. Oh, you're just out. I'll transfer to my large ship. No effect. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, I hadn't thought of that. Mm-hmm. Considering, Factor I mean, if stats. anyone's ever watched me play on Hex out a long time ago. Oh, yeah. I was yeah. always famous for transferring uh, tractors onto my own ship. Right. No, I don't think I ever saw that, but that's a great idea. Oh, I flew, yeah, I flew with Grievous and like five straight boost, five straight Nantex rotate. Oh, now I can barrel or boost Grievous. 
I'm in range three of your ship out of arc. That was when outmaneuver, rest in peace, Grievous outmaneuver. Wow. Holy Especially cow. the popularity of Sun Fact now, just the fact that in the engagement phase, after everybody's moved, you can be like, oh yeah, that ship that you have three arcs on only has one arc on it now. Right. And right. then yep. you just pull it out. It's like, oh, thanks, Sun Fact. Cool. <clears throat> and now I have a shot where I didn't have one before. Nice. Well, well I guess the nice thing is be- between the, like, yeah, I get that Sun Facts can still do that cool stuff and sure tech. Um, but you know they fixed the most egregious problem with the with the the Nantex right with fully the execute. Um, fully execute. You can't just bump and tractor yeah. yourself out of a bump because that's insane. Um, and then you know the tractor token being nerfed itself uh, with the changes uh. or the rotate changes and things like that make it a lot tougher. And I think that's you know m- people people argue a lot about whether or not it was good or it was bad. I've always thought that the tractor token did way too much. So, uh, but um. I'm, so I so I I really appreciated that, especially since now that we kind of have the Nantex back, it does seem like it's still very very good, um, in the right hands, of course. You know, I agree. I I, I would butcher the flying of a Nantex, but that's just me. I've always said I agree. It should have been fully to begin with. Yep. Um. <laughs> also, with some of the changes, I just wish that I could throw people on rocks again. <laughs> yeah, I mean, from a fun factor, fun. it is it is tough that we <laughs> lost that. Um, oh man, and imagine something like that in today's meta with the, with the with the way obstacles are right now. Oh my gosh, that sounds um, punishing. My greatest accomplishment at Worlds, besides losing to Ollie round two, but I was going to be happy if I didn't <laughs> go further because I I had three Nantex and Grievous. Right. I tractored a Shadowcaster onto a rock. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's wow. three tractors. Three tractor beams on a shadow caster. Wow. Put them on a rock. Incredible. I that's think if you can put that many tractors on a large ship in one turn, you deserve to put that ship on a yeah. rock. Need a little uh need like steam steam achievements for, for X Wing. Yeah. It's like something that you can check off. Be like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, did that achievement for that. I'm thinking of something like that for the Ewok Squadron. That's a, a later project, though. I know the Junkyard, all now team, yeah, Team Junkyard, used to be Team Java, does little bounty stuff for their events. Oh, neat. It's a good idea. Yeah, this this season that I'm in, it's, uh, they're not easy. They're not easy bounties to get. Like, some of them, like, some of them, I don't know if there's one, there was one last season where you had to roll natty triple crits. That's like the easiest one. Right. Um, <laughs> I actually did that during the playoffs, but they'd already finalized all their card practices. Uh, so I couldn't get it. Oh, man. There's, there's, there's one for flying a ship off the board. There's one for... Um, did I bring a two-pointer? Yeah. And then there's... We're just... Being, yeah, that's why they want to make these... They want to make it feel and, like a, as the least... Not as not serious, right? Jawa's right. was all no, about yeah, fun. Course. Like I haven't won a yeah. game yet, because <laughs> I'm like, oh, this is a perfect opportunity to try the tri fighters. So I brought three HMPs and three tries. Oh, and uh, this sound like a bit of a tricky list to fly. Yeah, very fragile, but um, fun. 
cool to see Tri-Fighters back. Oh, yeah, you slam those Tri-Fighters in, you get your locks for your HMPs, and you risk it for the biscuit on your greens. Oof. <laughs> wow. That's bold. That's risky. Well, it's FYI, nice the greens didn't work. see Nantex coming back into the game. Uh, I never played them. I've never really played Separatist. I don't really care for it as a faction in terms of the style of play. It's not really my thing. And anytime I see them across the table from me, I I get uh, flashbacks to getting beat up real bad by them. Because that Bible seems hand. to be what happens. <laughs> but uh, I, I like that they exist in the game. And I what I'm seeing now is that they're not... It's not really a, a game where you want to spam any one ship now. Right. Whether we're talking about Nantex or B-Wings or anything, right? It's B-70s. Yeah. And you can, right? I think there's some ships you can spam and it'll, you know, it'll get you through a game. It's good for new players, as I said, yeah. but the exception, that's not of like course, the being core ships that are meant to be spam. mechanic of the game now. Yeah. And I think that's a good thing because uh, variety and, and having different tools show up in a list is part of what keeps the game interesting. It's, it's all the list building. Yeah. And, it was really uh, cool. It was yeah, really cool seeing I, it all like over the weekend. Back. Now, I think a lot of people still have PTSD from Nantex and would disagree. <laughs> mm -hmm. But when you, when you see it again, and I'm sure somebody will, uh, you know, maybe they'll, they'll find out, oh, it's not as bad as it used to be. Uh, I still have PTSD from dealing with Lou's HMP festival. I th think the five of T70s, I'm glad that it's not as, like, that was giving me PTSD. The, just the idea of, oh, you can fly five of them again. Mm -hmm. Luckily, it hasn't been so bad. What it is, is uh, the game's changed, and it's not just yeah. forcing you to engage with, okay, I brought five of these things. Deal with it. Uh, it's, it's not just about what you can put in a list. It's about how you use it a, a lot more now, I think, than maybe it used to be. Cool. Yeah, I agree. It's... It's a whole new world, uh, and I don't hate it yet. So <laughs> it uh, seems to be shaping out uh, into a pretty interesting meta. And as long as they keep things fresh, I was yeah. worried. Uh, I had heard some chatter that maybe there wasn't going to be much in the way points changes. And that to yeah. me sounds like we're going to make the game stagnant. Uh, I love sitting around on my list builder and thinking about different ways I could run something or put combinations together. It's, I mean, it's that's what they what said last time, too. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. That's what they said the past three points changes. We're <laughs> yeah. only going to change it so. if we have to. And then, and they, then, they, uh, and then they freaking flip the table. <laughs> like I, I do miss putting more upgrades on certain cards. But... Yeah, some of them. There's some. Yeah. We, we lost some LV in the process. Yes. But maybe that's just where we're at for this season, right? This season's right. maybe got More a few minutes running stuff light, but a lot of yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Justice makes a good point. Yeah. More ships, less upgrades. A little bit less bloat, sort of, depending that felt, on the faction. What, end of 2.0? Yeah. Well, that felt pretty good, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. And there's still, the, there's still the LV, you know, um, Cows floating around, just just drowning in is LV. There, is and, there anything that's pretty still, good? Is there anything that's still kind of uh, in jail from like two jail or? Uh, well, the they jail? took Zam's not um, Palab. 
I love. Yep. Well, there is recent stuff that they put in jail. Um, they put um, Kanan and Gambit in jail. In jail for. Oh yeah. Yeah, but that's a two point five jail. I think Gambit might still uh, be okay. They're but... four points. It's not terrible. You got a you got a, you got a two pointer too. Yeah. Um, I don't know about scum yet. Lots of scum players seem to think it looks all doom and gloom, but I, I don't know. We'll, well have to see. I, I'm, I'm letting felt, it wait. Scum always felt doom and gloom, so. Well, I think I think I don't know. I'm I'm w- like ready to be wrong about this, but um, I think something that really seems to have changed with the points change for scum was that um, their faction identity might have altered a little bit. Um, um, and what kinds of lists are going to be good aren't exactly very obvious. Now, I could still totally be wrong about this, but, you know, they got their fangs back for the most part, and um, they got some pretty good um, uh, <laughs> pretty good changes. They still have... Uh, um, uh, what's his name? In the Jumpmaster. Dengar? Dengar. Dengar's still kicking around, being annoying. He's blowing my stuff points. up. He's not bad. Um, there's the YVs are still quite good. There's uh, lots of really crazy combos to be found. But Palab <laughs> is still in jail. Palab should be let out. No. That's okay. No, that's fine. I'm okay with that. <laughs> Palab can die in the fire. Palab <laughs> <laughs> was, was the first Moldy Crow at five points. He's the super gem at start of engagement phase. Mm-hmm. No. Yep. He's, no. Uh, oh, you have a focus? I'll take that. Thank my you. focus. My focus. So we'll see. We'll see. I don't know. You know, the, the, a lot of things changed. And already we're finding that some of the lists we thought were going to be crazy were actually ended up being not so bad. And there's still some cool synergies and combos that keep coming coming to light and, and making it to the top of, you know, little 24-person tournaments and things like that. I, I keep seeing – I've been seeing um, lately a bit of a resurgence of the four – ship list um which was surprising is in a world of five and six ship lists uh there's some really really tasty 4.4 ship lists out there right now um i'm experimenting with hmm like empire's doing a lot of four ship with like soon to yeah uh what it's or you do vader and the boys yeah um soonter and um and like vizier or something like that you there's a um Vader Tomac Vader and the boys plus Tomax and you have four points to put right. something else. Um, so that could be Rampage. That could be Faroff. Could be an Inquisitor. Uh, Fifth Brother's back. Fifth I, Brother. I noticed. Um, Fifth Brother is exactly as annoying as he always used to be. Now at his new with his new change. So. <laughs> I was helping a new player, and he's like. Look at this list. I'm like, yeah, you can put four point. He was using Rampage. I'm like, yeah, but look at Fifth Brother. Yeah, I yeah, personally like Seventh Sister more. Oh yeah, uh, that's one of the new pilots from the Hot Shots and Aces too. Mm-hmm. Nope. nope, Seventh is a V one. She's the oh. crack shot. She's the yeah crack shot. Spend the two force and cancel and evade. Oh right. The V one, not yeah. the not the um interceptor. Yep. I was thinking about that interceptor. Second sister. It's too many sisters. 
Mm-hmm. Um, what, oh, we, we almost we almost forgot. Um, Scott, what have you been flying? What have you been messing around with? I think I. Yeah, Lilo asked me that. I'm not really messing around with a lot because I'm not really playing for anything right now. Right. What I've been eyeing is that Republic list I played against you guys that other week. Oh yeah, yeah. The with Anakin, Ada, Ada Anakin. Yeah, two arcs, four points, two oh. wings, and uh, Z ninety five. Yeah, I've been seeing slider. so much of that. I've been yep. seeing Ada Anakin, two uh, arcs, and then I saw someone fly Rick. Yep, Rick's back. Yep, sort of. Yeah, baby. Uh, I want to fly five Adas, but I only own four Adas. So you're yeah. well, always welcome to borrow, borrow an Ada. I, they yeah, don't, but... uh, they don't get a lot of use on my side. Well, I'm taking a break from the public. I'm flying the resistance right now, so I'm. Mine is in a box. Yeah. Yeah, but mine are all have their own Republic paint scheme. Yeah, yeah. Scott's got a paints a lot of his ships. He's got a very nice, colorful collection. Oh, the Ada. Maybe I'll pull out the uh, Annie, Ada Annie as well later. I always wanted to get good with Adas, and uh, a four-point Ada seems like a perfect place to start uh, trying to work on that Ada skill. Yeah, I don't talk about this last week. Republic got so cheap. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're, we're, we're swimming, swimming in three and four-pointers. Yeah, like... Yeah, a couple twos. Yeah. I was trying to price stuff, and I'm like, okay, if I destroy this, I'm like, how much is that? He's like, four. How much is that? Four. Yep. Like, great. <laughs> yep. Like, it can be tough. It's it's those lists are like the, they bring a lot of ships, and they have a lot of efficiency in them, and there's a lot of defensive abilities that the that the Republic gets. But it can be hard to build a list that's nice and defensive that has a lot of ships that also packs a punch. You know, because you're flying friggin', I don't know, like a torrent and some Z ninety fives and maybe a Y wing and arcs. Um, they die fast. The arcs, fast. yes. There's the arcs, and and I'm really happy that we have the arcs finally, right? Um, um, so that's been nice. They do die fast if under yeah. focus fire, so you kind of have to try and squeeze as much out of them as you can in the first two engagements. Um, but that does help out uh, a lot, but. You know, you see all those high efficiency ships on the board and all those cool token passing abilities and things like that, and you think, "Oh my gosh, this this is going to be insurmountable." But then, you know, they do, they they do be insurmounted. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like arcs will die, but you can make them really punishing to try to kill. Yeah, fly two arcs next to each other. Yeah, one's going to die maybe in two, three turns. The other one's still going to be shooting you. And yeah. siege of Coruscant arcs come with better and tail gunner, so. Yep. And like you can click both of them so you can deny some bonuses against them. You've got kickback, you've got dedicated, so you've got ways of keeping them going. Mm-hmm. It kind of feels like flying against clone swarms now. It's like the clone swarm is a thing back back being a thing again. Um, yeah, it's not just the Jedi, it's actually the clones. Yeah, yeah, Jedi have kind of they're still, you know, Anakin's always gonna be flying around if they're just gonna leave him at the same price he is because he's just so freaking amazing. Um, but you know, outside of that. Uh, it's neat, been neat to see all these clone swarms fly around, um, trying in these like scrappy, crappy ships, um, but with really efficient point values and loadouts and things like that. So it's uh, it's interesting to see how it's playing out so far. 
a big fan of four or five clones and then one Jedi. Yeah, that's a nice. It's it's a good place to start. Or you know, um, I like still it because it's on still theme. Five point lat. Yeah, yeah, it is. It does <laughs> on theme. We're always heard. You know, dedicated is just the classic um, clone. Oh, I'll bring myself. Weaken, to I'll weaken myself to to help you out. Right with the strain. Um, I love the Republic. It's it's a cool faction. I think it has one of the more unique faction identities. So here's a here's a what if question. What if we saw in terms of trying to keep the Republic on that theme of a lot of clones and a Jedi commander? Right now, you'd be like, well, of course you're going to take Anakin, maybe Obi Wan, but it's it's going to be like that. It's going to be one of those two. What if there is some lower point Jedi Knights, but you could only bring a Jedi Knight commander or maybe a master and an apprentice type thing. And they all had their own individual points. So, you know, Anakin would maybe cost five, but you could get, uh, you know, Shock T for a little less or uh, Mace Windu for a little bit less. But then if it was like, uh, you know, Ahsoka or Barris or maybe they throw some other apprentice in a ship, uh, it kind of creates this dynamic where you're picking almost a Jedi commander for that faction. And so you then more clones are going to fill out the wing. Mm-hmm. I think that's yeah. one of the scenario stuff that we'll see, but with the yeah, that sounds like that sounds like it'd be a cool special scenario. Um, but yeah, no, I, I also still want to be able to put five five eighties on the board. So <laughs> <laughs> after everything we said about spamming, but give me five eighties. <laughs> give me a Jedi spam. There's no, there's no more seventh, uh, there's no more seventh fleet, so it's wholesome now, right, right, guys? Sure. They have to system phase repo instead of double reposition. Yep. I have good memories of ripping them apart with five HMPs. Yep. I bet uh, you do. Well, at least someone had good memories about those HMPs. <laughs> oh, anyway. I love Luke's HMPs. <laughs> <laughs> Someone does, and it's because you do not live up here. <laughs> I play uh, against you though online with those. Uh, they were, they were, they were a lot of fun. It's a lot different now, um, mm-hmm. but yeah, I think it's a, a good time to start winding down. Uh, is there any? Um, uh, after getting all this talk off of our chest about our recent tournament win, is there anything else that you guys kind of want to mention? Any shout out for the draft league in Nickel City? Good time. Yes. Three. I need to do that. I put it off last time mm. and missed it. Do it. Do shout it. out to the GRX crew for putting on the uh, putting on the tournament a couple weeks ago. It was nice to see everybody finally coming back together, and I think. Uh, Faces. Uh, the future of competitive X-Wing in Ontario is looking really, really bright. Yeah, I'm going to second that, uh, both in terms of the GRX crew for putting on a great event. It was loads of fun. So good to get out and see people playing in person. As there's just something about the energy in, in the room when you've got a good group of people who are out there having fun. 
play an X-Wing. It's it's a fantastic environment to be part of. Uh, also, totally on the train now for this Nickel City tournament. We'll see if my schedule will continue to allow it when the school year gets started up again. But uh, uh, I'm in. I'm please, in. So <laughs> draft, draft away. Let's let's do it. And uh, I don't know. It's it's feeling like things are coming together uh, in the circles that I run with in terms of uh, event organizers and stuff like that. Uh, there's a lot of people who are really trying to build this this whole X-wing community back to the level it was. There's a lot of enthusiasm in that is exciting to me. It's exciting to be part of it, but it's also exciting to see how many other people are pushing and pulling in the same direction uh, to make this a community that we can all enjoy. And that's uh, that's a really great thing. Agreed. Absolutely. Uh, so we got... Um, so that was... Uh, Andrew and uh, Brian, any shout-outs from you, Scott? Well, I shouted out the draft league already. Okay, yeah, you did. Um, yeah, any any shout-outs from you, Justice? Um, I'm going to shout-out y'all's tournament coming up. Uh, huge shout-out. Anyone listening should go um, do it if you can. If you can't get up there, Lone Star Open just announced that um, theirs will be a world's qualifier. Oh, yeah, a couple of world's qualifiers to choose from. There you go. Wow. Awesome. Technically not a world's qualifier, but we do have world's tickets. Y'all have the world's tickets. Yeah. Um, It's in Dallas. What? July 22nd. Fun. Fun. That's exciting. Yeah. I'm running the Marvel tournament, so can't play there. Right. Oh, dang. Yeah, I've been having awesome. a lot of fun with A-Force. Um, with Marvel. Anyway, uh, I don't have any uh, shadows other than what you guys have already covered. Of course, check out Forest City Open, and thank you to um, Grand River X-Wing for everything that you did for the tournament was just a lot of fun and uh, i think it's a good place good night everybody good night good night oh, have good night. a good one luke let me know when you get those cards by the way i will uh i have not gotten them yet i've had a lot of oh yeah i know you have yeah they should There's... be next week